0: After further review, I'm Derek Lawson and David, the man of God Harris here on the phone lines. Just got done talking about the NBA bubble. He thinks it's going to fail. I think it's going to be a success. Not going to be perfect, but going to be somewhat of a success. And if you missed the show, which normally airs 11 1 on 88.3, but WXUT, but because of the pandemic, obviously we haven't been on. We've just been doing pretty much podcasts. Listen to us on our podcast two sources soundcloud and on itunes david now we're talking a little bit about the washington r-word and their organization and they now is known as the washington football team until they come out with their basically uh new uh logo or new nickname david your thoughts on dan snyder and the washington r-word organization
1: yeah it's just one level of craziness after another, for those of you that have been living under a rock, which I guess during the quarantine, you're kind of you're kind of justified in that. Kind of Nike came out, my, a lot of the minority owners, who I believe have 40% stake in the Washington franchise, came out and basically said, yeah, we don't want this name anymore. We hear in previous years, it's always kind of reports, articles, proclamations from kind of the nation's of the indigenous peoples within the country who've continued to outcry. We've seen kind of latest pushes from high school and collegiate sports to change names away from things like Indians, R-Word, kind of even Braves, like things that connote American Indian kind of imagery and symbolism. And so now it kind of reached the NFL and finally kind of – the public pressure in light of all the protests that are happening in light of mainly, I think because like Nike threatened and then kind of ownership that's that has some legitimate power within that organization and kind of Dan Snyder finally relented to changing the name and I think that that's good it was finally necessary We've talked about it for many years got to change the name it's kind of but I think kind of the larger problem, is Dan Snyder himself. And I've kind of been thinking about this mainly because kind of looking at the top down model that usually happens with, with the firing within NFL organizations. You could have the greatest players in the world, but if the coach is crap, you're changing players, you keep trying to change players, you're trading away quote unquote bad apples, good apples. But if the coach is the problem, then that's. You know, that comes from the top down. You can have the greatest, you change coaches left, right, and center, but if your GM is horrible, it doesn't matter about the coach. You could change your GM, you could have, go from analytics to favorite metrics to, oh, we're just going to kind of get the smartest guy in the room, we're going to steal this person. But if ownership is horrible, it doesn't matter the GM. And I think kind of we're seeing this trickle-down effect kind of magnetize in the case of Washington where – for years, Dan Snyder has kind of been that opinion of the hamster wheel, and even probably kind of the the poop that comes out of the hamster in many respects. Because so Washington has been irrelevant. They keep trying to change head coaches, left, right, thinking that that's going to work. You change players. You draft this guy. You dra- try to draft that guy. And it just doesn't seem to work out. And now we're finding out with these reports that there's a culture where they're kind of forcing cheerleaders to kind of be escorts for these investors, these big kind of higher-ups within the organization, I I feel like that's the NCAA equivalent of lack of institutional control, and someone needs to come down and just, like, put an end to it. I think that kind of with enough public pressure that the NFL has right now, and now that's you've already changed the name. Like, I feel like change should just continue happening. Why are you going to change the name of the team and still have the same horrible face behind it? That's calling the shots, pulling the strings. Yes, I know kind of money is like cash is king, but all them, all the owners can get their money together and kind of make some change if they want to. And that's the, that's kind of the thing for me. Like if, they want to get them out, or if it's going to be kind of court of public opinion to where they're going to call an owner's meeting and say, like, hey, the noise is getting louder, especially if this FBI investigation proves that there's some crazy shady stuff that's happening in the organization. Like, that, that has to be the nail. Like, that has to be the death nail. Like, because you can't do that And then expect to survive, whether you're an NFL owner, whether you're kind of a government official, whether you're a business owner, whether you're, you know, Joe Schmo off the street. Like that, like when you're involved in this kind of scandal, like that, that spells the end. And that never resolves or works out for anyone. Yeah, I think that kind of... The change, the team name needs to be changed, but then also ownership needs to be changed so that there can indeed be a fresh start and not just a fresh, you know, fresh mask on a dying cartoon.
0: Well, are you saying this because Dan Snyder's pretty much ran this organization down in the ground, or are you saying that he needs to go because... you you, lack of institutional control is more of a college thing not pro football and he's not been alleged in the allegation so they're probably not going to let him go um if you notice he's probably one of the uh, um richest owners in the league and he's got power and money talks and sometimes you know as they say money talks people walk or bad things are swept under the rug and that's what's going to probably going to end up happening here um it would be nice if if they did get a new owner because he's he it's obvious that he's He's not really ran the Redskins the way they that they should, especially a a franchise that's got a proud tradition. The last twenty years, He he ended up getting to believe the franchise in ninety nine, two thousand ish around that time, and obviously they haven't won a Super Bowl in that time either. Um, I mean, a couple of playoff appearances, but it it's it's been pretty much a sideshow there, and he's more about making profits. Uh some of the allegations that have happened, obviously there's been people that have, have stepped down and everything like that. But I think Dan Snyder in this situation is gonna be the Teflon Don. If if they don't have anything on him, there's nothing gonna happen to him. I mean that's just that's just you're just gonna that's the way you're gonna have to call it and see it. Um but as far as him giving up the organization and them trying to force him out, I don't see that happening. Because now, obviously, that happened in Carolina, but that owner was actually specifically named in the lawsuits. This this could be a, a, a slippery slope where this stuff comes out and then the owners try to push him out. There could be dirt coming out on someone else, so they're probably going to stay a little bit of silent with this. Um, but I don't see Dan Snyder probably getting removed from being an owner. The one thing I, I'm just sad about is is that this has been going on for years. We've even talked about it on the show, even kind of joked about it on the show about how we just call them the Washington R word, and, and and I could probably go back in the archives and see when we actually originally talked about the subject about how you know people have said that it's you know derogatory, which which it is. Um, what's sad is that it took sponsors and money to change the name and. It's to me. I don't think it's genuine, and to me, it's a little bit too late. I mean, we got the Miami Redhawks that are in the MAC conference. Their team name used to be the Redskins, and they changed their name over 20 years ago. They went from Redskins to Redhawks. Pretty simple. Saint John's Red Storm. They were the Redmen. They changed their name a little bit over 20 years ago. So this could this change could have happened years ago. It just didn't. Um, some people say it's derogatory. Some people say it's not. Um, If they do change the name, though, it, it's nothing new to me. This is nothing new because there's teams that have had Redskins and gone on to other monikers or nicknames to change their team's name. And now, basically, Washington or Dan Snyder doing it now because it's now it's starting to hit the pocketbook. If this wouldn't have hit the pocketbook, and wouldn't they would have said anything? And then to be quite honest, also as well as I don't think the NFL owners to me they're, they're older generation. I'll put it to you that way. And it's kind of interesting that with all the things that's been going on, the Redskins, the Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of those owners have been a little bit hmm hum you know silent, especially one like a Jerry Jones who's always got an opinion on any subject that affects the NFL. But when it came to this, you ain't even heard much from him. And a lot of other owners, especially compared to in other sports. Well, baseball, they've been kind of mum. But, the, but then the others, in hockey is obviously, the, the, I can understand in their sport because they don't have a lot of African Americans that play hockey. But the other sports, and and baseball too, African-Americans is low, but in the other sports as far as NBA and NFL, you know, NBA owners have have had at least a say or said something. But if you notice in the NFL, it's basically been direct silence, especially from the people that always love to be in front of the camera or love to be in the spotlight. Yeah, and and
1: there's been criticism from certain teams, like, thinking about Jerry Jones, a lot of players have come out and pushed me like, hey, Jerry, you say a lot of stuff and kind of now all of a sudden you're quiet. It's like it kind of goes to that silence is complicit. But then it's also, like I said, because of that older generation. And if in order comes out and says something, then it's like, oh, well, this owner, you know, and then that affects their fan base, which, granted, I mean, a lot of these fan bases we know are kind of positive, have these similar feelings, like, yeah, you don't need to change the name. But just kind of with this ownership, because it affects the bomb dollar, because it affects kind of revenue for their own pocket, they're trying to protect. You know, they're trying to protect the bank. They're trying to protect the bag. <laughs> it's always, trying- well, it's
0: always, it's always about the bag. I mean, I mean, come on, guys. I, mean, I think you guys have figured that out. That it, it, it's always going to be about the bag.
1: Yeah, which, which I think that's that's the crazy thing as to why no one's kind of more vocal about this because. Washington with the R word, like the scandal, like Nike taking away that money, like that affects everyone's bag. Like it was Nike's, like hey. Well, I,
0: it was more than just Nike; it was also FedEx. I mean, it took multiple uh, sponsors to, to pull it. When when the the money got too much, then he wanted to decide to change the the name, and now the the, the pour it all kind of as you know, rest in peace to Anthony Stang. It's been. Um, over three, almost three years since he he passed away. You know, they kind of pour on these allegations from the from the organization. So yeah, it's been pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, and just kind of real quickly, it's interesting that kind of, kind of with those allegations, three members of the organization that were accused, like they were, you know, escorted out the door before the Washington Post article came out. Like, I, well, yeah. if if you didn't have anything to hide. You know, you don't you don't scoot them off the door, and then you know, kind of right before, kind of the allegations hit. But I guess kind of when you're when you're already sinking, might as well just throw out the life vest. Just kind of eh.
0: Well, e- either way. They, they they try to take care of it early and get rid of them I mean that was partly pretty much with them saying they're no longer with the organ. I mean it happens all the time whenever there's yes. a scandal or something happens oh that person doesn't represent us they're no longer with the organization and I think they did that so before the, they, got a, they basically got ahead of the story so that they didn't have to basically the other parties didn't have to really answer questions while they were probably getting escorted out the, the door uh, so that that that's what's kind of what happened with them, but but they were mostly people that were kind of peon, you know. The, some people from the, the the radio broadcast staff and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like I said, you can't. I don't think it, as long as is there's no stories of, of 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 it happening with Dan Snyder or video of him coming out, he's not going to be removed from the football team.
1: Yes. There's just a lot of, uh, like, there's a lot of butt-covering. And then kind of saving phase, and then, of course, you have the ownership, you know, sending a letter to every organization, like, this is not defined in us. we're committed to being, like, all that political BS. I don't want to say that. But it's just kind of, like, as as dominoes begin to fall, and we see more and more public pressure, kind of, that's all kind of coming up at the same time. You have the sexual harassment scandal, you have the team name change, you have the fact that you're an incompetent franchise, like, and you're trying to have this new head start with this new head coach, and, like, you're trying to turn over this new leaf. It just seems like everything is kind of converging into this point to where, like, Something's got to change, not just the team name. And I just kind of keep thinking, like, how can he survive this outside of just having money, which, granted, that's usually how most people solve these kind of situations. But, like, now, like, it has to be different. Like, money just can't get you this time. And I just don't know why, why the NFL is kind of, like on their heels, when they've been so proactive, they say that you know they're supporting the injustices, and it's like, well, like what happened? Granted, the NFL has long been a history of kind of being two faced when it comes to issues against women and just in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we know that history. A little side note here: background. Snyder bought the team in FedEx Field for eight hundred million in nineteen ninety nine. Um, he's not accused of the abuse himself or the allegations, but it, it's a lot of them in his inner circle, uh, as you mentioned, now this is coming from Deadspin. Um, it, the, it runs from '06 to 2019, um, just basically horrible comments and sexual nature and to wear revealing clothing and f- flirt with clients to close sales deals. Um, uh, radio announcer Larry Michael, um, is um is going to be actually the former director of Pro Personnel, Alex Santos, Richard Mann, and former assistant of Santos and business partners um, are the ones that are been let go. Yeah, just kind of,
1: if you look at the names, there are a lot of like, not so like uh, the voice of the Redskins, like that's Like, I think kind of, like you said, kind of the inner circles. I'm thinking about directors, pro-personnel, president of business operations, chief operating officer. Like, these are, like, people that are directly hired by Dan Snyder. Like, these are his boys.
0: Right.
1: Like, so, and I think kind of, it's been said and heard kind of, oh, he can use the excuse of, like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, I didn't know about that. And it's like, When they're close to you, you got to hear at least a murmur or something. Like, you can't be unscathed, I think, in that regard. And I think a lot of, like, we hear a lot of, you know, people kind of defending them, saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, he can't be everywhere at all times. It's like, you're the owner of a team. You got eyes. You got ears. You hear things, and now it's just kind of a matter of, did you follow up on it? Did you, and that's kind of where I... I've had in my head like the idea of the collegiate model of lack of institutional control where you hear a thing and it's like do you follow up on it? And if you don't like that that's going to come back to bite you in the butt. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see just kind of knowing kind of with all the other turmoil that's happening within this organization just kind of how the season's going to go? Because this was supposed to be this new lease. You could bring in Ron Rivera from Carolina. You, I guess, have a quarterback in the future in Dwayne Haskins, even though half the people watched him like him the other half are like, yeah, why can't we drive this guy? Like, you got this young piece on the defensive side and Chase, Chase Young. Like, Like, this was supposed to be like a whole fresh start, and now you're kind of dealing with what happened in the past.
0: Well, it's it's recent though, but David like I said before, I don't really think that they're going to let him go. It's going it's pretty much going to be, you know, this is uh, as long as he they've gotten rid of the, supposedly the people, the bad apples in the organization and like I said before, if there's no tape of him or there's nothing that can stick to him you're not going to really let him go. And the NFL has been putting up with this, for, like I said, since he bought the team in 1999 Of stuff that's been going on. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew about the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. So, like I said, in retrospect, when we listen to this podcast in a month or two, he could be gone or he couldn't be gone. But we'll just say that you probably think he should be gone and he's going get, to get rid of him. I just don't think there's nothing here right now, as we know from the allegations, stuff that, because more stories could come out later but right as we know right now there's nothing really sticking to them so they're gonna they're gonna keep them there so we're gonna have to wrap this up David any plans for the weekend?
1: It's gonna be pushing 94-95 I would say go out you know this is perfect football weather but yeah we ain't trying to do like football I gotta uh, gotta put an axe to that real quick Uh, yeah just relax (laughs) stay in the shade
0: me too drink some whiskey yeah, uh, yeah, that too. But I'll be doing a couple, going to a basketball tournament, basically, David. But I'll be wearing my mask, staying six feet apart from people as well.
1: Yeah, just don't throw a chair at any of your players, so
0: you know that. No, no, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> none of my players. All right, David, take it easy, man. All right, You too. Yep. That was David, the man that got hairs here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, you can always listen to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. As I mentioned before, coming up more after further review on your podcast or on the show. We'll be back after this.